there, everybody. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast, where we discuss just about everything that comes into play when you're a Christian homeschooling family. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and today I'll be joined by Gina Mayo of Music in Our Homeschool. Gina and I had a great conversation about using music to teach deep doctrinal truths, but also how to incorporate the study of music seamlessly into your history, geography, and other subjects. Gina had some great ideas and resources to talk about that would benefit families all the way from preschoolers up to high schoolers, so you don't want to miss a moment. Before we dive into today's podcast, though, I wanted to, to invite you to make a point to join us at a Teach Them Diligently event this year or in Teach Them Diligently 365 all year long. TTD events and resources have been used by the Lord to impact thousands of families just like yours by encouraging their hearts, refocusing their minds, and helping them find the joy and order in what God has called them to do. It truly is a joy to get together with thousands of others who are making decisions that put their hearts and the minds of their families first. Please make your plans to join us this season in Round Rock, Texas or Pigeon Forge, Tennessee for a three-day celebration of faith, family, and homeschooling unlike you've ever experienced. Get more details, including a list of speakers and resources that can be found there by visiting teachthemdiligently.net. I cannot wait to see you there. In the meantime, though, let's dive right into my conversation with Gina Mayo. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we are going to be talking all about the impact and the importance of music in our homeschools and the way that we can use that to to really teach truth and doctrine and all kinds of things to our children. So I'm very excited to welcome Gina Mayo to to the podcast today. Gina, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, you're very welcome. Before we dive in, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your family? And, um, you know, why why is music such a, a big deal to you? Sure. So I started homeschooling from the very beginning. I have eight children. My oldest is almost 21 and my youngest is nine. So I'm still in the thick of it with six kids at home that I'm homeschooling. I also am a music teacher. I went to college for music education. So I have been teaching music in all different ways for uh, over 25 years um, and homeschooling for 16. So I am, I love using both of those avenues together and helping the homeschool community include music in their homeschools, because I know it's an area that a lot of homeschool moms feel very um, maybe inadequate with, or they just don't have the resources. They don't know what to do. Uh, Maybe they aren't musicians themselves, so they just have no clue how to teach it. So I have made it a goal of mine to make it as easy as possible. I have all kinds of music courses and uh, music history and appreciation Uh, music theory, and singing, and all kinds of different things from preschool up through high school to help homeschool moms include music in their homeschools. I love that. I love that it's actually geared for homeschool moms because, 
um, that's that's a real lack. There's not an awful lot of music information and educational resources that are truly geared for homeschool, which functions so differently than a traditional brick and mortar school would. Yes. Um, so I, I love that you've been able to provide those and offer those. Um, and so we'll be sure to link to those. But I want to I want to know why. Why is it so important to uh, incorporate music education into our homeschools? What do the kids, what does this bring to the table um, as far as helping our kids grow both mentally, emotionally, all the different ways? How does it impact them? I think there's so many different things it can do. Uh, for one thing, it could just bring a breath of fresh air and joy into your home. Um, music just makes people feel good, or the right kind of music can at least. Um, it also helps you understand culture and history and the way music has been written throughout the ages and how it has been influenced and influences different mm -hmm. things that are happening in the society. So it's really great to study music alongside history as you're doing um, your history studies. Um, it also just helps kids grow in ways that you can't in doing any other type of subject. Um, just the way you're thinking, whether you're just studying the music or listening to it, or if you're learning to play an instrument, which requires quite a bit of dedication and um, focused focus to be able to practice and learn a song or reach a new skill level. Um, okay, I could go on and on, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the point though is that there's really no end to the right. benefits that incorporating music into our homeschools really does does afford our kids. It's it's such a big deal. Um, you know, I have I have read studies and heard anecdotally even about brain development and helps mm -hmm. in math and all kinds of, of very, very practical ways that it helps. And I'm sure you probably have information like that um, as a, on your your blog, your resources and stuff yes. like that. Um, but you were talking earlier about specifically about all the things that you can teach by incorporating music into your homeschool truths, doctrines, all of these things. Mm -hmm. What did you mean by that? And how do you approach it so that these families can kind of get a vision for how, you know, music education can actually be part of not only history and stuff like you were alluding to earlier, but even in character development and teaching yes. Bible truths and so on. Well, I think the first time I started thinking about it was when I learned more about the Charlotte Mason method and learned about her ideas of using doing hymn studies. So I started researching about doing hymn studies. And then I had so many moms contact me and say, we really want a great hymn study. Can you do that next? And this was several years ago. Um, so I wrote a course called Great Hymns of the Faith. And as I was delving deeper into each of the hymns, and I grew up with hymns um, as a believer from the age of nine, but I know a lot of kids today don't, and they don't know all that the richness that are in mm -hmm. those hymns. And as I started studying them, I realized that you can just really use the text of a hymn to teach so much. You can start with the text of a hymn, maybe Amazing Grace, and then find scripture that goes with it and find a particular doctrine or a topic that the hymn teaches 
of course, for Amazing Grace, you could teach about grace and what grace really is and, and how wonderful it is, the, the grace that God has given us through Christ and his death on the cross um, and forgiving us of our sins when we don't deserve it. So I love using the hymns and helping people understand how they can start with that and teach more about, like you were saying, character development or the Christian faith to their kids. Oh, absolutely. Um, my my 14-year-old was actually having a conversation, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago with a good friend of hers who is from a, a strong Christian family. They are dear friends that, who are believers, but she, this friend of, of Lila's honestly doesn't know any hymns, which shocked me because I have grown up in churches where that was a big part of how we worship and and the study and the enriching because those hymns of the faith are so rich in doctrine and they are so rich mm -hmm. in truth. So I think that because that is a void in so many church bodies and these are church bodies of good believers, please understand I'm not yes. I'm not in any way trying to throw stones, but when you remove that entire segment of of theological instruction, there is a hole. And as homeschool families, we are afforded a great opportunity to plug that hole by looking at these hymns, Amazing Grace, and all of the, the others like it, to help our children better understand and better remember those truths, because I'm sure you've got uh, a lot more to say about this than I do, but things that you learn in song, what the you remember long, right? Isn't that Absolutely. how the old saying goes? yes. And so even if you don't go to a church where you're singing the hymns, you can teach them at home and sing along with your kids. And one of the things I've done with my great hymns of the course, course uh, great hymns of the faith course is include some singing instruction. I have recorded the, the uh, songs for all four parts, soprano, alto, and then my son did tenor and bass. So you can even start learning how to sing in four part harmony wow. and do that in your own home as well. Well, and that is great too, because, um, you know, singing, singing together, uh, not only is, is good for you as far as again, teaching and helping them remember, but just building memories and, and building yes. family time around that, the, that music, those songs, uh, is a really big deal for your family culture too. Yes. And so I have tried to put a whole bunch of different things into this course to make it really reach all kinds of different um, homeschool families and for all ages, there's coloring pages for the little ones and there's devotionals for the moms. So I, I think it's really something that was lacking and it has filled a void that a lot of people are loving. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. I, I love to hear about resources that, that my brain immediately goes to 867 reasons that it would be <laughs> beneficial for your family to plug this in because of of the things that we've talked about so far and so many other ways that um, I look back uh, at just different things that we did when the kids were younger and as they were growing up and how impactful those small things in and of themselves have been in creating the big picture of who my children are now. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just, this is a really great, great thing to focus on is these hymns of the faith um, and just really digging into the doctrine. It will make you get into scripture more, I'm sure, um, mm -hmm. as you are trying to find ways to um, kind of work out those truths for your children. But also, I'm sure you've heard from moms who are learning along the way as well. Absolutely. 
<laughs> and then kids come up with questions that you may not have even thought of too. Exactly, which is such a cool thing to then mm-hmm. together dive into God's word and right. see what God has to say about it. Um, and those conversations that teach them diligently right there in the moment are is so powerful for both mom or dad and child alike, because A, it shows the child that mom and dad don't know everything, but they know where to find it. They know where they go when they're seeking this truth. And that is a huge thing to pass on to your children. Yes, I love that. Yep, absolutely. Well, kind of jumping tracks just a little bit, as a music teacher, um, as far as actually the technical understanding of music and having your children be exposed to either playing music um, with your voice or with your hands, um, you know, what what benefit does actual music instruction hold for our children? Oh, so that's where it really gets into the brain development. And it's so important, if it's at all possible, to start it before they reach about age nine, because just like with foreign language, that's when your mind is at a a stage that it can really soak up and it's so much easier for them to start learning how to have a steady beat or to match pitch with singing. Um, But of course, even if you don't start at that early age, still doing it later on is wonderful. But It teaches kids how to have um, dedication to something that might be difficult. Um, Practicing the piano every day when you don't feel like it is you sometimes have to force yourself, but it's good to get into those habits and to see the results that you get when you keep going with it. Um, And we have all heard those people that say, They wish their mom had forced them to take piano lessons longer, you know, because once you reach a certain level of expertise, then you can pick it up later in life. But if you don't do it for long enough, then you just really don't have enough background or skills to um, do it for fun later or enjoyment. So um, those are some really great reasons to start a piano or any other type of instrument at an earlier age. Oh, absolutely. And I've seen even in my own life, I um, sitting down and playing the piano has has always been my go to for when my heart is too overwhelmed to Mm. even cry out to God, I can sit and play. And that is really kind of an act of worship, an act of pouring out my soul. It's it's cleansing. It's and then there are other times when it's just relaxing. Or it's fun. And, you know, I, I, I can tell you as one who is skilled enough to play here, but I'm, I'm not out in a concert hall by any means, <laughs> that I am so grateful for the fact that mom and dad kept me in and, and now getting to hear my children play again, yeah. equipping them to take this skill once they're old enough to really look at it in a way that is theirs. So there's the discipline, the dedication of, you know, you need this foundation, then it becomes theirs and they can do with it. They can go in different directions as God kind of is directing their path. Mm -hmm. Um, But to give them that foundation to where they are equipped to, to go down whatever road God takes them on that is a really great gift to give them as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it's not for everyone. I know uh, it can be tricky to fine piano lessons. I will say it's a little easier now because there's so many online opportunities, whether you just do it through video or even just 
a live um, through Zoom or FaceTime piano teachers online. So that makes it easier to start some piano instruction for your kids. And there are some programs that even help the mom learn how to teach their kids piano. Oh, cool. Well, I'll tell So I, I could, and I did teach my kids piano for a while, but I will say that in my personal family, I found that that was one road that was just too hard to go down. I can, you know, I'm teaching them math, I'm teaching them spelling, I'm doing all of this. I want someone else um, to be really doing the teaching so I can do the follow-up on the piano. And so that, that was one of those roads that I tried it and I just... <laughs> I, I thought better of it after a little while. Um, so, you know, and I, I didn't I know even how try it, that. I never yeah, I'm sure it works piano. differently in all kinds of families. But um, for those of you that if anyone like me gets in it and they're like, I should be able to do this and you're struggling, you're not alone in that struggle. Yes. I struggled too and had to outsource that one for the good mm-hmm. of all of us because yeah. I really wanted, <laughs> I wanted their music instruction to be something that was reaching their heart. I yes. wanted this to be in embedded in their heart and when I was trying to juggle that with everything else it really took the heart out of it and Mm -hmm. so it wasn't in mission for what I wanted for their music instruction right so that's what it came down to on our for our family I don't know what it came down to with yours um but that's that's kind of how you know I really wanted this to be a heart pursuit because it's always been since I was old enough to make my own choices it's been a heart pursuit for me Mm -hmm. yes same. I teach, I love teaching more uh, music, history, theory, appreciation, but private instrument instruction, I did not do. <laughs> yep. 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 There's, there's a lot of ways you can jump in and not do the one-on-one everyday assignment practice, do this, do that. Um, well, tell me this, cause I'm sure you alluded to the online and the virtual lessons and stuff like that. Um, since we're talking music education now, I'm sure that there are some moms out there who know that that exists, but they're probably like that. How does that work? How, you know, my piano teacher would sit there and she would correct my hands and she would show me what I hit the notes when I was wrong. Obviously you can't do that online. Um, so how, how do these online lessons actually work? For those that are, you know, kind of wondering about that. Yes. So I can only answer from what I saw with the piano teacher my kids had last year when the shutdowns happened. Um, She would have the kids put an iPad where it was facing. I'm not even showing you. So it's facing the piano. um, So they could look over and see her and she's sitting at her piano and she could see them with their hands on the keys, exactly what they're doing. And she could listen and watch and then she could demonstrate on her own piano. It's not as good as being live. And it probably was helpful that they had worked personally together before this, but um, she felt like it went pretty well for quite a while before I'm trying to remember how long, I feel like it was a year that they Mm. did it that way before they went back in person. Um, So it it's better than nothing. I guess I'll, yeah. I'll put it that. And it really can help. Um, I also know of a student that um, did voice lessons that way and never had met the teacher in person. Wow. And she made huge, huh. huge improvements. I was amazed the next time I heard her sing. And they told me she had just been taking online through the, I don't know if it was Zoom or FaceTime or what, but 
So it is possible to do it that way. Well, and I know we had to go online or have, have had to have Zoom periodically over the past couple of years, either when someone's traveling or, you know, I just can't get her there today. I'm so thankful that digitally we can carry on now. So Mm -hmm. even if this isn't something that you're relying on all the time, to know that the technology is there to allow those, those lessons and that, that instruction to go forward is a huge blessing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people live in a place where there's not a particular teacher. They want the the harp or something like that, which is a very specialized teacher. So you still can do that online. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Well, before we we wind down, I wanted to bring up one more thing. We've talked about the doctrine and such in hymns. We've talked a little bit about instruction and the whys behind all of that. But what about just music in general, classic, diff- the different genres? Um, what What are the benefits of incorporating those different genres into Uh, what you're teaching your children, both from a homeschool standpoint, but also from a skill standpoint for your kids. Yes. So uh, one thing I love about doing music appreciation is that you can combine it with things that are happening in your homeschool, such as right now, we, um, tomorrow's Veterans Day as we're recording this. And so I have a wonderful music lesson for Veterans Day and using the music and learning about the um, military's songs and other great patriotic music. And that that's a really great way to celebrate holidays. And so there's so much for Christmas, of course, and for all holidays during the, for the, throughout the year. Um, I also love using music when we're studying other cultures or geography. So other countries and you listen to music of those countries, maybe it's folk music or the instruments that come from those countries. It just really helps you understand the people that live there better by understanding their music. Um, Just see if I can think of some more. I have so many different music appreciation courses and I just love combining them with other school subjects. So music isn't just separate. Right. Right. No. And that, that as, again, as homeschoolers, we're able to give our children such a holistic education Mm -hmm. where we're bringing all of these things together and bringing the different age groups together too, because a young one and an older one can hear the same song and extract the, the points and the, the experiences and stuff that you're wanting them and make those connections, though they will be at different levels. They're still able to do that together, which is really, really valuable. Right. Oh, I thought of another one. So if you're okay. studying different composers um, and you'll learn about the different styles of music throughout history and being exposed to some uh, styles that you may not like as much, like opera or uh, Baroque organ music, different things like that. But then you understand those illusions that you'll read in books or hear in movies or TV shows where they're talking about Bach or um, Mm. a Wagner opera or something. And now you understand what they're talking about because you have been exposed to that music. Right. And it just connects so many dots. It really, (laughs) I've always been amazed at how a little bit of knowledge of these things connects dots in literature or even pop culture as, you know, references go back. So you really are, it's part of equipping your kids to be very well-rounded and, um, and just able to understand a lot more than they would without any exposure to all of this. Right. 
Yeah, which is which is very, very helpful and part of our job of teaching our kids diligently and preparing them to walk, mm -hmm. you know, through whatever door God has to open for them in the days ahead. Yes, I so agree. Well, Gina, thank you so much for joining us today. We are just about out of time, but before we go, I wanted to make sure that you told everybody where we can find you and connect with you. I'll be sure to add all of these links, but um, wanted you to make sure that we know where we can connect with you and learn more about all of this. Sure. So my main website is musicinourhomeschool.com. And you can search on there for all kinds of different resources, not just things that I provide, but I review other, um, I recommend different classes or rec uh, resources. And then my online course site is learn.musicinourhomeschool.com. And there you could find uh, music of Christmas or great hymns of the faith, um, music history and music theory for high school. So many different things there. Well, that's awesome. Well, I will make sure that we link to all of these. I um, And then people can follow along, can dive into the resources as well. So thank you again for joining us today, um, Gina. I'm really, really grateful for your time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And to everybody else, thank you for hanging out with us today. I hope that this has been a help and an encouragement. I hope it's opened your eyes to the different ways that incorporating music all the way from hymns to classics um, and everything in between can really enrich the learning environment in your home, but can also open up some great opportunities to share today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently, so we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events, and then throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.